0: Hey, what's up? It's De Huff. It's another episode of De Huff on Censor. Thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports, Colorado, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, and, and of course Blake Street Tavern. A lot of great headlines coming this way. Some that shocked me, shocked me to my core. So you know what? Let's get right into it. Let's go! Let's go! And now. Here are the headlines. There's a lot of interesting political campaigns out there. There's a lot of them. We had that guy, uh, I want to say last year in Spain, that was saying something about how, you know, he wanted to crack down on casual sex. Like, good luck with the single vote type of thing. Well, now in, in New York, there's a congressional candidate, and he made a porn video in order to show... Uh, A sex positive campaign. Mike Itkis is a self-described liberal independent candidate. He uploaded the video titled Bucket List Bonanza to Pornhub over this summer. And he was banging Nicole Sage. He was open with everybody about this. He said he made the video as a conversation piece. Well, yes, Mike Itkiss, it is a conversa- conversation piece. Cause you're like, what the fuck? who does that? People need to talk more about sex. You know what I need to do? Let's just get in a porn. Let's do it. Let's get in a porn. All right. Yeah. Pew pew pew. This is what he said. If I would just talk about it, it wouldn't demonstrate my commitment to the issue. And the fact I actually did it was a huge learning experience and it actually influenced items on my platform. (laughs) That's what it said. I'm not going to go into all his political, you know, campaign promises and all that other shit. What I will tell you is just in a weird way, it works. In a weird way, it works. I've told you plenty of times on this podcast, sex work is real work. And I... I know a lot of people frown on that. They do. And I get it. I get it. You've been told all your life that that stuff is wrong. But here's the thing. It's not wrong. We all, for the most part, I would say like 99% of humanity, enjoy sex. They do. So why do we pretend it's such a bad thing? If you decriminalize prostitution and all these other things that go along with it, guess what ends up happening? It, it creates a safer environment. It does. You you decriminalize prostitution. You have less STDs being spread around because people are, are being forced to use protection. You're making it a clean industry instead of a dirty industry. I don't have all the data on it. I'm just saying you look at it and it's like, yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense. Just because you don't believe it to be true or don't believe it to be a good thing doesn't mean it's not a good thing. So many people were bagging on the idea of decriminalizing marijuana. And guess what? A lot of people that I've talked to that used to be anti-marijuana, guess what they are now when you start talking to them privately? They like marijuana. (laughs) They're like, yeah, we ended up trying it. And I do the edibles because I don't want to smoke something cuz it messes up my lungs and it's just a little too much for me. So do the edibles, eat like a little bit of edibles and then chill and do arts and crafts or whatever the fuck they do. And guess what? Now they're on board with it. I'm not saying that decriminalizing uh prostitution, this is weird. I did not think I was going to go down this uh, rabbit hole of prostitution and legalization. But here's the thing. You you legalize prostitution, it's going to Defuse a lot of individuals who are like uptight, and they need they need to relieve some stress. Be like, I'm just going to go down to the local cat house <laughs> and <laughs> pop a load, fifty dollars or whatever it is. I don't know. I just feel like the, it would be interesting to see if that ever was decriminalized here in the United States, because I think a lot of people think of that as something worse than say drug use. Uh, marijuana I don't even really consider a, it a drug anymore. At one point I did, I don't now, but it would be interesting to see if somebody has done the research and said, "You know what? If we decriminalized prostitution, like these would here's the benefits, here's some of the negatives." So I I don't know. I it, it would be interesting to me. There you go. Again, this is not a family show. I maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm way overthinking this, but I, I I don't see the big deal in decriminalizing something like that. And the fact that this guy goes and and part of his platform is to go make a porno video, I uh, it's funny. It, it it's bizarre, it's way out there. He's probably not going to get elected. But I I feel that that kind of chips away at the stigma of what sex work is. Again, I want to. I need to. I don't need to. I want to talk to somebody in like the porno industry, and, and get their insight, what they can tell us about what it's like on set. I I, I one I I find the filming part fascinating because what the final product is is I imagine slight slightly different than what goes on actually behind the scenes. But I'd actually like to know what what are the steps that are put in place to help keep it a clean and healthy environment. So I think that would be interesting. Everybody lay down a tarp (laughs) for being clean. I imagine it's more than just a tarp. (laughs) Woo! Anyway, uh, this comes in from the New York Post. This has got to be one of the dumbest fucking things I have seen in a while. Gen Z. Gen Z. If you're Gen Z, please tell me that that you're not part of this actual group. Because you motherfuckers may be the softest of the soft. As Mark Schlereth, my good friend, used to always say, and probably still does, you're soft as whale poop. (laughs) Think about it. Think about it. Reading from the New York Post article. After a Reddit poster confessed to being not adult enough to be comfortable with the thumbs up emoji, others chimed in to agree and to call out for other common emojis, such as a red heart, to be removed and stop being used. This is what one of the Reddit users wrote. For younger people, the thumbs up emoji is used to be really passive-aggressive. It's super rude if someone just sends a thumbs up, they added. So I also had a weird time adjusting because my workplace is the same. Gen Zers are saying that they prefer a typed out response. So I get that. There are times where you just get a thumbs up. and You're like, yeah, okay. I get that. Every now and then I've done that before too, where you're like, I don't, I don't, I'm either busy or I don't feel like just saying, hey, thank you so much. I really appreciate blah, 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 Sometimes it's just a thumbs up is fine. Don't be so fucking sensitive about that shit, Gen Zers. This is the list of emojis that they want canceled, according to this Reddit article. Thumbs up. We just heard about that one. The red heart. I don't understand why anybody would think that the red heart is like too over the line. The okay hand. I get that one because apparently there are some like uh, hate groups that have tried to adapt the okay sign and say that that is a sign for hatred or whatever the fuck it is, which really pisses me off because it's like, really God, man, it was such a simple thing. You'd play that game where you, you hold the okay sign somewhere on your body. And if you caught your friends caught you looking at it, or if you caught your friends looking at it, you would just like punch them really hard in the, in the arm that was the game I don't remember what it was called (laughs) but we used to play that all the time and you'd you'd be so pissed things are going great you're hanging out with your buddies and all of a sudden be like hey dude check this out and then it's like you holding up the okay sign and they're like oh fuck man and then you just lay out your shoulder and you're like you're a dick right they also said check mark the check mark what the fuck is wrong with the check mark god the poo, you will not take away the poo emoji. Poo emoji is brilliant and it's funny. So fuck off, Gen Zers, you do not touch the poo emoji. My kids love it. It's hilarious. The loud crying face. That's the one where the tears are like running like waterfalls down as their their face. That one's kind of creepy. So I'm fine with that one. I'm fine with getting rid of that one, okay? Monkey covering his eyes. I don't understand why that's offensive. No idea why that's offensive. Clapping hands? You guys are so fucking soft. What the hell is wrong with you? Lipstick kiss mark? Really? Fuck off. The grimace face? It's not the butt plug from McDonald's. No, it's the grimace face. Like, ooh, okay, man. Really, the only one I could see is the loud crying face. All these other things, it's like, shut up. Now, to continue on with this, several studies regarding emojis uh, have been conducted, including one that suggests that including emojis in work emails actually makes you seem less powerful in your career. I agree with that. I agree with that. Emojis should only be used with text, especially people that you know. If you're friends with them, if it's somebody you're just getting acquainted with, I say don't use emojis. In work emails, never use emojis. Never, because they're exactly right. It makes you seem less powerful. It seems it makes you seem immature and less a hold of things. Uh, if that makes sense. Another s- uh, study suggested that using the infant, infant. <laughs> Another study suggested that using the infamous eggplant emoji is actually a major turnoff when it comes to dating. Guys, do you use that when you're dating somebody? Like, oh, here's an emoji. I only use the eggplant emoji as a joke. I'll send it to like uh, Mike Evans or Mark Schlereth at random. Just to be funny. <laughs> Whatever. I, I, no. I can't imagine dating somebody and be like, hey, what do you want to do tonight? And then I just respond back with the eggplant emoji. Yeah, of course, she's going to be like, ew, gross, stop. Then, you know, one thing leads to another. (laughs) But I I feel like that's a little bit ridiculous that people would use that. But here's the thing. If it works once, guys are are going to keep using it. And, and to go back to the list, it's, quit being so soft and so sensitive. It's okay. If somebody uses a thumbs up, they're just meaning it's okay. Good. Got it. Affirmative. What's the big fucking deal? Quit being so bitchy about everything and move on. My God, people. Such a bunch of Babies. Hey, we got a Hall of Famer doing something that nobody, I think, ever thought that a Hall of Famer would do. And I think it's really cool. That's coming up next. But first, root for safeties this season with your friends at Superbook Sports. If you bet with Superbook this football season, they're going to give you a $50 bonus if a safety is scored on a Sunday. No matter how the safety is scored, you could win big with Superbook this fall. So, Vote for, or excuse me, not vote, but root for chaos and win money with Superbook this fall. Download the Superbook Colorado app now and start rooting for two with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. You guys remember Hall of Fame pitcher Randy Johnson when he threw that that like 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 that dude could just fucking launch a baseball. Well, he there was one time where he threw a baseball and it hit like a a dove or something, blew the fucking dove to pieces. Anyway, that's what he's very famous for. But he also was a great pitcher. Well, he's now a professional photographer, and, and it's not like it's out of the blue. He studied photojournalism back at the University of Southern California, so. Like he's been wanting to do this for a while. Like he has an interest in it. So that's his thing now. He's a professional photographer. In fact, what's funny, what makes it even better is that story I told you about the, the bird that he accidentally killed while playing baseball and he throws the ball and it just blew the bird up to bits and pieces. That's, his, that's basically what his logo is for Randy Johnson photography. It's a circle then inside that circle is a bird, but it's just upside down to symbolize like it's dead. (laughs) It's it's funny. It's funny. And it really makes him stand out. And you know what? Good for him. Good for Randy Johnson for not just going, the only thing I can do is talk sports since I was in sports. So I'm just going to be a talking head on a network. Good for him for not doing that, for not cracking the microphone. Not to say that he couldn't do it, but he's like, you know what? Yeah, every, let everybody else do that. I'm going to do what I really enjoy, and that's photography. And I, I got to be honest, if you're a, a photographer, I love photography. I can look at a, a, a photograph and, and really appreciate, you know, what it is, the, the art that it is. I love a good picture. It used to drive me nuts when I used to work at the radio station and we'd be at an event and you have people posting pictures from the staff to put on the website from the whatever event and it's just like the shittiest fucking picture. Like, did you literally just pick up a phone and just take a picture and then put it away? And be like, got a picture, technically. I, I That used to drive me nuts. I was like, take some time. Think about a, a photo. Maybe stage it a little bit if you need to. Get a good camera. So, yeah, I I love a good photographer. There are so many out there, and I really do appreciate you guys. I do. Ladies, guys, whatever. Just amazing. When it's a good good photograph, I love it. I do. I'm kind of a nerd that way. I, I really appreciate it, but I really hate bad photography. And there's a lot of that, too. But I'm kind of a dick when it comes to that. So going back to Randy Johnson, it's like, good for him. Good for him. It's great to see that he's doing something different. He's not following the herd of people that are like, I'm a former player, so now I have to be in broadcasting. No, he's doing something that he loves. And that's photography. So good for him uh real quick streakers strike again there's a bunch of we we told about that guy that got smashed by Bobby Wagner at the Rams game there's been some other streakers or streakers or uh protesters this guy wasn't a streaker i don't know why i wrote streakers but he, he was fully clothed But anyway, you got these people running across the field. Is a streaker somebody that is naked, or is it just somebody that just runs across the field or somewhere where they're not supposed to? Whatever. This guy was fully clothed, and he was running across the field at the Ole Miss game. I think it was against Auburn. And he got, you know, leveled by the security officers, and people are like, oh, that'll that'll show him. But I don't think it will. It's not going to prevent anybody from running on the field anymore in this day and age where social media is, is so important to so many people. I don't think that that's going to deter anybody from running on the field anymore. If anything, now with social media, that these guys are getting more and more attention for it. I expect more people to start streaking across the fields and doing things like that, because guess what? There's really no consequences for them. They they might be banned from that event uh, in the future. Like you, won't, this guy probably can't go to go to an Ole Miss game, which I I don't know how they regulate that. Like if if I bought a ticket for him, he could go in, right? Unless they are scanning his face. I don't know. It it seems bizarre to me. There's really no consequences for this. You get slapped on the wrist, and they say, "Hey, don't ever come back." Okay. Really? People are going to do this more and more. And it's a little bit ridiculous. It's annoying. It's disruptive. And guess what? Somebody's going to get really hurt one of these days. You saw Bobby Wagner lay the guy out, and he didn't even go full force on the guy. Eventually, somebody's going to get hurt really bad. Somebody's going to break a leg or get a major concussion or something. Somebody could die. Who fucking knows? But... They need to step up the consequences for people that run onto the field because they're just going to keep doing it. Because honestly, why not? Nothing's going to happen, really. So you got you. So many people in like these stadiums say, "Don't do it. Quit doing that." But you're not doing it. There's there's nothing really preventing them from doing it, right? Uh, this is kind of old news. This came out in in September, but it's kind of making the rounds again. Cow mucus, yeah, cow mucus is being used as, a, uh, can be used as a lubricant, and it may prevent HIV and herpes. Okay, you're welcome. You're welcome. Now I want to know, okay, real quick, I want to know who discovered this. <laughs> Was it Todd? Todd, you're a farmer. Guys, uh, I've been using this. I've got to be honest. I've been banging a lot of prostitutes that have herpes. <laughs> and I don't have a single a single thing. Nothing. Not a bump. Not a scratch. <laughs> Nothing. What's your secret? Well, I've been uh, <laughs> using cow mucus. Huh? Yeah. Well, first I fuck a cow, right? Are you still with me? All right. Then I go fuck a prostitute. What's the big deal? <laughs> All right. I just wanted to pass that along to you guys because how bizarre, how bizarre. And just tells you scientists are fucking always thinking outside the box. Or what happens is you got a guy named Todd, who's just like really horny and he goes and fucks a cow. And then he goes, fucks, you know, whoever else. And and he's like, yeah, but I just, all the only thing that's different is I got cow, cow saliva on my cock. (laughs) That's so gross. Gross. Ew. Gross. Why would you guys say that? You guys are gross. I didn't say that. You said that. No. I've been silent for the last like two minutes. You guys brought this whole cow thing up. It's disgusting. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Gross. Anyway, <laughs> I met somebody the other day and they're like, oh, you do a podcast? What do you talk about? I'm like, ah, I just talk about headlines and stuff. Oh, that's great. You know, talk about politics and no, no, not really politics. I mean, uh, except for the guy that like bangs pro, you know, a porn star, whatever, you know, talk about that. By the way, it's uncensored, just so you know. <laughs> F- FYI. By the way, I kind of don't go looking up this congressman's sex tape, although I part of me kind of wants to so look it up. Bucket list bonanza, it's on Pornhub. Let me know your thoughts. I want to see an honest review from you guys to hop on censored of that porno. It, really break it down. <laughs> really break it down. But I want you to act professional when you write it. No, no emojis. Okay, please. But please re- be professional with it and be like, the 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 atmosphere in this film was uh, quite breathtaking with the skyline of New York City in the background. <laughs> You can almost smell the, the hobo urine. People don't call them hobos anymore. They're homeless fellas or ladies, whatever. Anyway, I'm veering off. I am veer. My car is out of control. I got the, the wheel in my hand, but it's not doing any good. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Share it with your friends. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado. Blake Street Tavern. Again, they're at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. And of course, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. It's to huff on Censored. Let's keep moving forward. Hopefully you smiled today. Hopefully you did. It's to huff on Censored. I'll talk to you next time.